there has to be that level of connection. It's, it, there's different levels of communication, that's level five. When I understand that you understand what I really need and what I really want, I'll buy from you. Until then, I, I, might, I might make a purchase, but you won't get me as a customer. You'll get the sale, you'll get my money, but you're not getting a customer, and there's a big difference. Most businesses exist to get the sale, literally. The best businesses want the sale to get the customer. They want the customer. I'll say it again. Most of these businesses exist. They want customers to make sales. We want the sale to get the customer. I just want you to buy from me so that I can get you to be a customer for life. This lot want the customer so they can make sales. This is the Paul Goff Audio Experience. Whether you call yourself a PT, a physical therapist, or a physiotherapist, and wherever you are listening to this right now, this is for you. It is me revealing everything I can to help make you a more successful business owner. Thanks for listening. It means the absolute world to me. Hello, podcast listeners. Happy Monday, uh, day after the Super Bowl. Hope everyone is having a great day. It is Jake, your content editor and producer here in sunny Celebration, Florida, bringing you this episode of the Paul Goff Audio Experience. In this 30-minute segment, you'll be tuning into Paul and his physio room staff at their annual planning meeting. Uh, they will be talking about how to complete a plan of care with a patient and why when they drop off, it's because they lost sight of what they originally bought. Uh, this is also known as the gym effect, and you hear Paul talk about the same thing at this time of year when people are signing up for the gym, and then come April, no one's in sight. You'll hear Paul talk about the psychology of the patient, why they buy, and never violating their trust and keeping a patient for life off of one sale. Today's podcast episode is great for anyone or any clinic that is looking to increase their patient visit average and increase sales over time. Uh, also, if you want help with selling, Paul's best-selling book, To Sell is Healthy, is on our website, paulgoffbooks.com. Just head over there and make sure you download your free sales kit. Again, To Sell is Healthy, get the unshakable confidence that you need to boost the sales in your clinic, paulgoffbooks.com, and select the book, To Sell is Healthy. All right, that's all I have for you today. Enjoy this podcast. Thank you. What else? Completely plan of care. What's going on? What can we do to improve that? Um, I think plan of care wise, I think we've been really good at getting, we haven't had too many drop offs in terms of cancellations mid plan. If we thought that they were going to drop off, we always get them on the phones or. It's just. I think like getting out in front of them. I mean, if, you, if there's a. We used to when. When we weren't sure, we'd have it where we come out and say, I'm not too sure about that. Yeah. And then Becky would say, oh, yeah, I thought so. But then you're almost saying, well, you're not too sure about whether they're going to come in. And then just letting it happen. Yeah. So it's right, we can we get on the phone or next time when they come in, can we can we have a chat to them and say, you're hungry, is there anything you want to do about that through? And, and just dealing with, with it there. And then so that you don't get to the point where they've cancelled all the sessions and you're having to deal with it after it's happened. Yes going the process down, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Explain to them in the session, like, I might not have explained. Am I right in thinking that a few more questions you might have, maybe I haven't explained things as well as I could have? Put it back it's on being forthright yeah. as well, isn't it? You know, people are being a bit weird, you know, like, you know, you don't want to spend 500 quid with me. Yeah. Well, what's wrong? <laughs> what's your issue? Weird, Hey, is there anything I can do? Uh, have you got any questions? Have you? Yeah. 
I think for them to feel listened to and given them the hope, mm -hmm. I think that. Well, so this is good, right? So if, if the reason that they've said yes to a plan of care is because they were listened to or felt listened to, it's always perceived, and they were buying into this thing called hope, and then I've dropped off, what well, stopped? What stopped? Did you stop listening to them? Yeah. Or did, you stop did they feel like somebody had stopped listening to them? Did they feel like they'd lost hope? See it? Whatever it is, right? Think about it. Whatever is the reason that caused me to buy, the minute that I stopped buying, it's because the thing that caused me to buy wasn't there anymore. That's it. Whatever the reason was that I wanted to buy that thing or whatever I had the intention of buying that thing was, Somehow, somewhere, if I stopped wanting to buy it, it's because I didn't want or forgot what it was I bought in the first place. So, what's the classic this time of year? What's everyone buying today? The gym membership. The gym membership. <laughs> Here we go, right? So, what's the reason I bought the gym membership on the 2nd of January? Because I was fat as butter, I felt like shit, I felt like I was going to be left on the shelf for the rest of my life, I don't feel good about myself, I've seen some bitch on Instagram who looked better than me and I want to look better than her. Or I've seen some guy who looked mint and I want to look that good in this shirt as well, right? Th those are the primary drivers, by and large, of why somebody signs up for the gym. We'd love to think that it was about preventing cardiovascular disease, improving the uh, chances of not getting osteoporosis and all that type of shit, but we all know that that's not true. It's 100%, I wanted this look or I wanted this thing and I'm going to buy this thing, right? So 30 days in, and I'm not going to the gym anymore, what have I forgot? The bitch on Instagram is not there anymore, or the, the guy, I don't see him, or I don't get it, or I've just stopped thinking about it, something else has come into my life. Whatever it was that at that moment caused a crescendo of motivation for me to buy, if that's not there 30 days in, I ain't buying. I ain't gonna continue to buy. That's why Weight Watchers exist. That's why all of those things exist, because the spike the spike at that time causes the drive to go do it. Just laughing at my little thing. Why? Then life gets in the way. And I'm, I'm being serious, right? I'm just trying to help you understand what we all do. Then life gets in the way. You, you think you've ticked that box. Great, I've solved that problem. I've signed up for the gym. I'm going to lose a load of weight. I'm going to look good. Whatever. It's not even lose weight. Sometimes just to look good or whatever. I'm going you know, to lift the muscles and all that shit, right? I've ticked that box. So mentally in my brain, it's ticked off. Now I actually don't need to follow through anything because I did the thing, which was bought the, you know, bought the gym membership. Life gets in the way, job shit, tele television comes on, another argument with the boyfriend, Netflix in introduces a new fucking sequel of something that you think, well, I'll watch that. And all of a sudden, 28 days in, the thing that I was buying is gone. It's not in my, dis it's not in my, 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 my vision anymore. So I ain't gonna go. I'm gonna ring up and go, this gym membership's not working. Damn fucking right it's not working because you're not fucking turning up. Like it's a prerequisite of you actually getting the thing that you want is you need to show up. And that's the best bit when this gym thing isn't working. <laughs> Which bit? Like the bikes, they, they go around. The treadmill, you press the button, the thing fucking goes. These weights, you lift them, they, oh, they go up. <laughs> I, the gym is working. Can I correct you? That's right, I'd answer the fucking phone if you try to cancel my gym. It does work. What needs to happen for it to get the effect that you want is you need to show your ass up. 
The reason you're not showing your ass up in the gym is because you don't have that thing in your vision that caused you to sign up in the first place. So where am I going with the sermon? How do you increase the likelihood of a completed plan of care? Stick the pictures of the bitch up on the, on the thing. Like, if I was in the gym, I'd just stick pictures of whoever it is that you want to look like on the fucking lockers. The minute you open the locker, I'd have pictures of them. I'd have pictures of everything that you think that you want to look like or be like. So it can never, ever, ever leave you. They yeah, pull the model out and the model does it like, there oh, you go. sure you want to quit? Like, in the, the bikini of that. There you go. There you go. That's, that, that's the truth. That's, that's the truth. You've lost sight of the thing that you wanted to be in that moment in time. When you sign up for something, when you buy something, when you have a goal to get into some clothing that's two sizes smaller than you currently are and you convince yourself in six weeks you'll fit into it before the wedding, that's the, there's a vision, and you're motivated by the vision. If you can see it, you'll take action on it. So what's happening if they're not taking action on it? They've lost sight. Said differently, we've allowed them to lose sight of the vision. Yes or no? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So if I'm not coming back for a complete plan of care, it's because I've lost sight of the reason that I came in the first place. Now in our game it's difficult because the reason that they come in the first place is usually frustration and pain. And when that frustration and pain goes, that's where the game really begins. That we have to paint the picture vividly well about what life is going to look like if they do and if they don't stay with us. My old gym used to send you a text and say we haven't seen you in a while, looking at you too much care. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'd just say this. I'd say this. Just been on Instagram. Looks like now it's changed. Jim opens at 7 a.m. Love Paul. Smiley. That's it. Nothing else would need to happen. I'd have the most successful gym in the world. If you were just allowed to speak to people the way you need to speak to them. Instead of the corporate bullshit, oh yeah, no, yeah, why are you quitting? No, it just isn't working. It's just not working for me, right? And then some fucking girl on the phone's going, oh yeah, okay, gym's not working for them. Cancel membership. It's like, it is. Physio's not working, what it is. But what we've let you believe or lose sight of is the thing that you came for in the first place. But we can control it. So you'll increase your plans of care by Again, this is where all of the interconnectedness of the business, from the marketing, this is what you want to achieve. You, want to, you, you responded to a newspaper ad, I taught this recently. You responded to a newspaper ad for some reason. What was in that reason? So when Amy runs a newspaper ad or a Facebook ad or you see something on our website, what was that? What did, why did you choose us? Well, I chose you because you spoke about this. Great, that's what you want. It could be that they wanted mobility, independence, they wanted to be active, they wanted less joint stiffness, they wanted to be able to move freely and feel older, feel younger while they're getting older, whatever, right? If that's the reason that they came to see us, that's the thing you've got to sell. And that's the thing that you've got to ascertain at a more granular level in the evaluation, in the discovery visit, all the way through every single session. And if I don't understand, or you don't keep communicating with me about what that is, there's a very good chance that it'll have the gym effect. The phenomenon of that I've signed up and I would like to cancel because it just isn't working for me. So is, is the outcome discussed in every visit? Should be. Pretty, so you, you almost yep. want to 
throughout you want to keep going with force. You don't really want to be going through every session asking about pain or anything like that. It's always got to be about their core value. Getting to play, get to play golf again or yeah. getting to play grandkids on the floor. So it's, it's the, how close do you think we are to getting on the golf course and completing 18 holes and you sitting in the bar? How, how, so we'd throw that back to you, or we should be. So we would be, hey Lee, great, listen, we're halfway through our treatment. How close do you think we are now to getting you back on that golf course, 18 sessions or 18 holes, and you being in the 19th with your mates? At that point, it's, this is why I'm here, not for the ankle pain. very well, you know, the discussions are all related to the core value. Even when they come in, like for the first session, the discussion is never, oh, um, so Vicky tells me you've, had a, you've got a bad back, you know, how, can you, how do you want me to help? It's always off. So Vicky tells me uh, you're struggling to play golf at the moment. You know, it, it, it's kind of starts off at that level. Fabulous. It's the same with aftercare as well in terms of uh, top up maintenance in that if somebody's back on the golf course, then it's well, um, do we want to keep? The progress do you want to stay on the golf course what, well let's talk about what we can do to do that and then you're yep. going into the, that side of it so always aiming at what they're really coming in for because if it's if, if you're talking about their, their value being more so getting back to work in that after two three sessions they might be back at work yeah. and what you don't want them one is them to think well that was the goal i'm back at work i don't need it anymore so it's got to be well well great that you're back at work but do you want to do we've got to keep you at work and we've still got work to do to be able to get you to that point? But the reason I started, I presumed it was, we were asking that, I was thinking if there was a way we could call them maybe midway through their plan of care and ask them how close they are to that goal, so I have a conversation mm -hmm. about that just to reinforce it. We do it all the way through. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, if you reinforce it all the way through. We had that before, didn't we? But then you took control of it when, when you were in the treatment room because usually that's why the first, the yeah. third, and the sixth. To try to keep up with the same therapist so that Johnny's assessed him, a couple of sessions have gone on, then Johnny kind of reevaluates where he's at. So they kind of do that. Yeah. In, in I think Mark would be more Christmas. Who, play, who wanted to play for a ladies' balls team on a Christmas night out in the White Hat, a Christmas meal out with all of the ladies' balls teams? That was cute. Yeah. No, Mark used to bring those cakes in. Oh, yeah. She had all the party and everything. She like, comes oh. in every year, like, you know, fail. Yeah, and I went up, like, made me laugh, because I was like, how are you playing? <laughs> like, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, I know you got us. see you playing. How are you getting on, though? Like, have you, are you actually good? Do you, or do you need them? Uh, no, I'm thinking to myself, clock off. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that must happen is AI must have self-selected, must have self-selected that I want the best option. Are you following? So let's just track it back, understand all the behavior that has to go on. If you want me to complete a plan of care, the first thing that must have happened is I took ownership of the decision to choose a plan of care that was six to eight sessions. If you force that on me, you tell me on it, I'm not taking ownership in it, there's no partnership there and it's not gonna, it's not gonna last, it's not gonna work. So that whole positioning of there, do you want A, which is the pain relief, or B, the best, the Rolls-Royce plan of care. If I've chosen that, then really all that has to happen next is that you keep reminding me of the reason I chose that plan of care in the first place. 
That's it. There's your, it couldn't get any simpler than that. As to the real reason that a complete plan of care will take place or not. Yeah? I self-selected. I'm in a partnership with you. We're in agreement. We're in alignment. I'm in control. I chose it. You didn't force me. I willingly decided that I wanted to have that plan of care. If you don't get that right, and this is how you have to teach it to the clients, if you don't get that right, the rest is a fight. And then really I'm moving now. I've decided that that's what I want. I've decided to go to the gym. The fitness instructor just needs to keep showing me the pictures of the guy or the girl on Instagram that I want to look like to keep me coming back. Because that was the reason I came in the first place. Two things for a completely plan of care. Next one, uh, discovery to eval. What can we do to improve that? Make sure I'm them. Yeah. Wow, them as well. Like, and the discovery. It's, it's separating the difference as well in the session between a discovery and natural uh, initial assessment evaluation. Because sometimes I guess people come in thinking, oh well, he's told me the diagnosis. But then they need to know that obviously the discovery, we've got a good chance of being able to tell the diagnosis in the subjective history. The next step is to find the root cause yep. so it doesn't come, come back again. As long as there's that separation, they know that the value of having both sessions. Uh, and then the, the, the uh, discovery session doesn't just become yet another, another session when you might as well just be treating them. What, what's the real reason? Let's go through the basics and remind us. What is the real reason that the discovery visit exists? Yeah. So the problem that the discovery visit solves is trust, is uncertainty, skepticism, is doubt, is fear, is I have no clue what you do. That's the person that needs to take the discovery visit. And the more that you understand that and communicate it, the more that they realize that that's the perfect solution for them, and the more likely they are to start to trust you that you'll tailor the right sessions for them. Following? The, the magic is not in understanding what the session is or what it does. That's very granular and people always ask, well, do we treat, do we do the other, do we do yada? Cool, all of that's important, but not nearly as important as the person prescribing it, explaining to the person that they're talking to that we're giving you this or recommending this because you are currently feeling this way or you currently exist not knowing much about what we do. And therefore, as a company, we recognize who you are, where you are, on your buying journey. And if I can get you to understand that I understand that, that's when we've just gone into a partnership. And the minute that we go into a partnership, the magic starts to happen. That, that's, that's now we're off to the races. But while we're button heads, while we're not in any kind of unison or any kind of trust or any kind of understanding about what I am or want as a patient, you'll never get me really always bought in to what you are trying to get me to do. And that's the fundamental of, of everything that you'll ever sell. If you can get me to understand that you understand who I am, you can sell sand to the Arabs, literally. That's, it's, it's such a basic, and I've taught it many times and I'll be still saying it if I'm sat here in 50 years with you. If you understand that and can execute and pull that off, the customer buys things simply because they understood that you understood who they are. That's where all the money goes. All the money flows effortlessly and easily to places that understand who their ideal or best client is and prescribe it to them. 
you're explaining that we chose this discovery visit for you, or in your case, let's say I, I rang up and I said, look, I'm, I'm thinking of this, or I'm, I've, I've hurt me back, I'm not quite sure what to do, you know, should, should I book in? Great, listen, sounds like you need to do this first. Based upon what you're telling me, my recommendation is that you start here. Let me take control of this situation. I'm listening to you, I'm hearing everything that you're, I'm, I can hear the agony. I know you've been waiting for weeks to make this call. I can feel the agony in, in your voice. Let me take that pain away from you to start with. I'm putting you in on this session. I'm gonna give you 30 minutes with one of our physios. Come down with an open mind, right? And start to speak to them like this. Come down with an open mind. Come down and ask you questions. Come down and speak to us, come down and see us. Come down and our goal or our objective for you is to be able to make a good decision at the end on who we are as a company and whether or not you think we're the right place to solve your problem. If at the end of the 30 or 40 minutes you agree and we agree that we can help, we'll invite you to become a patient. You can't lose, you can't get anything wrong, it's not going to cost you any money. All we're asking is that you commit your time, we'll commit 40 minutes if you commit 40 minutes and if at the end of that you genuinely think we can help you, ask us to become a patient and we'll get you booked in. How does that sound? That sounds pretty cool. It sounds like you've made it impossible for me to say no, is what that sounds like. It's like the patient visit average question. Do you want A or do you want B? When you hear it come out of my mouth, right, it, it's like poetry. It sounds, it sounds so good and you think, oh yeah, that's easy and whatever, right? Now often, somewhere between that and actually executing it is where it goes wrong, which is why you have to understand it. You can't copy the words, you can't say the thing that I've said, but you've got to understand who the person is and where they are. That if you genuinely understood who I am and, and the position I'm in, you'll come up with your own version of, I think you need to do this. Based upon everything you're telling me, it's because of this. And the more that you understand that that's what they want from you, the more that that's what they start to buy off you. There has to be that level of connection. It's, it, there's different levels of communication, that's level five. When I understand that you understand what I really need and what I really want, I'll buy from you. Until then, I, I, might, I might make a purchase, but you won't get me as a customer. You'll get the sale, you'll get my money, but you're not getting a customer, and there's a big difference. Most businesses exist to get the sale, literally. The best businesses want the sale to get the customer. They want the customer. I'll say it again. Most of these businesses exist. They want customers to make sales. We want the sale to get the customer. I just want you to buy from me so that I can get you to be a customer for life. This lot want the customers so they can make sales. Fundamental difference in the way you'll communicate or speak to people. When you understand that what we want from a cash club client, what we want from an accelerator client, what we want from a sales bootcamp client, whoever, right? I don't want your money. I want the custom. I want you in my world. I want you experiencing you guys and I want you experiencing the events and the seminars and Caitlin and everybody that comes with it. That's how I'll get the customer. So I need to make the sale in order to get the customer. Same in the physio business. I need to make the first evaluation work in order for us to get the customer. Because once I get the customer, we can go on a lifelong journey with you that, much like this morning, re results in packages of care being sold multiple times over. But if you have the focus on just getting the customer to make the sale, painful. Painful, painful. And it guides all of your decisions when you come from that angle. Which, and again, it's forgiven. The, the, you know, this business is, they're not perfect in any way, shape or form, but because they have those basic fundamentals right, it weathers a lot of, it weathers a lot of shit because of it. So it's important to understand that. Your discovery visit really is around getting the customer. Let them into your well for you to show them that you understand them, for them to sample what you've got, 
and for them to make their own decision about what they want to do next. Happy with that? So consultation or plan of care. 90% is the target. I think we do a good job at that. And by the way, these are brilliant. All of these stats are much better than last year. Significantly better. And much of all I'm doing here is just giving you the same information, just in a different story, which will be the same every year. Yeah, I totally agree with that last year. The, the numbers speak for themselves, I think. I think we, we could see it this year as well. Exactly. Why, with the board and that, we've had so many weeks where these haven't really been a problem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's hard to say, oh, what would you do better? Because <laughs> the numbers have been all right. Yeah. Yeah. There's always a better understanding to be gotten. There's always a deeper understanding of the subject. And the more you understand it, the more it just, the more it becomes effortless. But if nothing else, it's just constantly going over and over and over. So bad habits don't slip. So what can we do? Consultation or plan? Yeah. yeah. The discount, the PIA, open the sessions there and then. Yeah. Plan of care. Yeah. Again, always start. If you start small, you'll stay small, right? If you start tactical, you'll always stay stuck in the minutiae. Always start big. And, and, and often these are little tripwire questions of like, what can we do? You're essentially always going up to the, well, what would I have to do that if I didn't pay you in advance, uh, we didn't offer you a discount, we didn't give you any incentive to buy a plan, what would, you, what would we need to do to make you want to do that anyway? Right? There's, your, there's your questions with everything in life. If I took all of them, then bells and whistles away. If I took all of that away, what would Disney have to do to make you want to go to Disney? Just because if we took all of the mind, all of the ship, all of the fireworks, all of the whatever, what would we need to do just to get you to want to come to Disney anyway? How, how would, what, what would be the overarching reason you'd still go? People. The people. I think the most pleasing part, whenever the ones that we hear in the feedback are always the ones where they say well, um, that they maybe were a bit skeptical, but then when they spoke to Becky or Vicky or Jess or whatever, and then, and then when they went in, they just felt at ease. Mm. In terms of they felt like they were put at ease yeah. by being, that's what they're always sort of the nice Make them more of a natural, don't make it a charge Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, and, and like felt like somebody listened. Yeah. This is always important, so they, yeah, they're, they're sort of the key ones. Make them feel in control. They've got to feel as though they're in charge of this process. The minute you start telling them, you'll get pushed back, you'll get a fight. If they feel in control, they'll often give it you back. That's when you know that they're comfortable with you. What do you when, they when they start turning around and going, what do you think I should do? You've won. How many times do clients, am I ready to buy this yet? Is it time for me to do this yet? Should I do this yet? Because you know you've earned their trust over years. You've, you've earned so much equity in the relationship with them that they're in a position where they feel comfortable enough to ask you. Same with, same with patients. It's a great sign when the client starts saying, what do you think I should do, Johnny? Well, what would you do if you were me? They're basically saying, I trust you now, but I don't like making decisions, so you do it for me. But you, you tell them what to do, God, it's just, it's just a fight. Anything else to add? I think that 
average so we've got on here average patient spend again and that'll be affected by patient visit average so it's cause and effect utilization ratio well it's probably well over 100 percent we know that right now <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm good with that. I mean, I mean, what do you do at home anyway, Johnny? Like, what's there to do? They are his pajamas. Based on his orthotics, the relationship with your wife will be stronger. Like everything, when it's, it is, we're, we're doing our bit for relationships by keeping people at work. You can't fight if you're at work. It's a basic rule. Aria will be our youngest client with our It's the secret to a long and happy marriage. I'm, I'm telling you. Working 60 hours a week. Distance and time apart. It's, it's, it's just you, you don't want to get on top of each other. Look what happens when you do, Johnny. It's, you know? So can we get that? I put down there 85%. But can we get that to 185%, please, <laughs> Easy. Vicky? Um, it would solve all of our recruitment problems if you lot just worked 80 hours a week. <laughs> we need to adopt a bit of East Coast, New York kind of hustle attitude here, don't we? Do you think none of this, like, eight hours a day and clock off and go home shit, like, 18 hours a day is what we want, Johnny, please? So could we have a verbal commitment? Vicky will write... Vicky will write a letter to your wife. Tell her that you'll be home at Easter. Um, medical agency referrals, doing good. Flying in. Again, it's all just relationships. You said so, it's a bad thing. Health insurance would be like Booper, who actively chooses. So they'd call up and say, hey, I want to use my, I, I want to see you, and I've chose you because it's you and I have this policy I can use. Medical agencies often, hey, I was sent to you by like a claims middle manager kind of thing that we've done a, a relationship with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, returning patients, doing very well. Reasons? I was just gonna say in terms of the, not the medical agencies but the private healthcare, what we said earlier about um, um, about 13 and like beyond and places like that speaking to the, maybe some of the ones that have been there a few times and saying oh can you do us a favour and just that might in terms boost yep. the amount that come because that, that was <coughs> I mean them lads right at 13 incentivise them with a massage pack yeah do you want this for your wife right and all you got to do to get it is five of your lads who are on your site in the next 30 days they've got to book up and ring an appointment ring up and book an appointment right that's how you'd incentivize half of them rob thomas and you know whoever was in the other day i hadn't seen for years that's it like yeah we've got this thing if you can get two or three of your lads to give us a call in the next week this is yours next time you're in done put it to your wife mistress whoever you <laughs> you want to you want to give it to <laughs> whoever <laughs> and they'll be like, well, can I have one for my Gisbra clinic? And I'll, I'll, have, I'll have one for Darling. I'll have one for Hartlepool. Um, but returning patients, good. Weekly email, doing well. Amy, yeah. weekly email, plenty of responses. Uh, referrals coming in from the past patients, nicely. A lot of people, yeah, word of mouth. Yeah. 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 And new patients. Google continues to be the flyer. It's across the board a little bit at the minute. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot returning word of mouth in Google are the yep. kiddies. But I wouldn't say Google's shining the most. No. I think we're doing very well on word of mouth. Yeah. 
good. Uh, pamper packages, anything happening there with massage your soul, I think we spoke about that last year, that would be again an avenue I want to go down. It's a people issue. To kit out the room, the middle room as a massage place by bigger, loftier visions of what we're going to do. But it's a people problem. A who problem, not a how problem. All right, good session. Did you guys learn yeah. something from that? Yeah. yeah. Good, all right. Oh, is that new fresh coffee she brought out? Great, all right, let's have. So what we're gonna do next, 20, we'll have 10, uh, 15, 20 minutes for coffee, and then I'm gonna let you all take over. I'm just gonna sit at the back, and I'm just gonna get the laptop out and catch up with some things. We'll maybe Thank you for listening to Paul Goff's audio experience. If you're brand new to Paul's world, head on over to paulsmarketingbook.com where you can get started with his number one best-selling marketing book for physical therapists. Or if you've been listening to the show for a while, you like what you hear and you think that you could benefit from this type of help to accelerate the growth and profitability of your practice, reach out to Paul's team at paul at paulgoff.com and tell us exactly what you're looking for. And by the way, if you know someone who would benefit from today's show, please share it with them. And if you've got any questions that you want answered, tweet Paul at the Paul Goff using the hashtag AskPG. You can also find all of these details over in today's show notes. All right, until next time, have a wonderful day.